You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Cheers. Good Hi. morning. Good morning, Caleb. Good morning to you, Elliot. This coffee, like I'm away. No, we're having coffee right now. Did you ever... Um, do any camps and you sang the I'm Alive, Alert, Awake, Enthusiastic song? No. Would you give me a taste? Yeah, it goes like this. I'm Alive, Alert, Awake, Enthusiastic. I'm Alive, Alert, Awake, Enthusiastic. I'm Alive, Alert, Awake. I'm Awake, Alert, a lot. I'm Alive, Alert, Awake, Enthusiastic. That sounds familiar. And then you go faster. Yeah. Um, we we always did Rise and Shine mm. at ours. I don't know that one. Oh. Rise and shine, give God the glory, glory, rise yes. and shine, give God the glory, glory, rise and shine, and give God the glory, glory, children of the king, something like that. I want to like run around the room and clap. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, we are here in my, in the apartment, and um, of course, there's construction, construction outside. Um there's even more construction than usual. I know. Down the street, they're, like, tearing apart a building or yeah. taking a generator. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's a crane, though. It's like a crane. It's a crane. And it's taking up the whole street. But, I mean, it's fine. At least it's not my side of the sidewalk. Right. That's closed. That would be really obnoxious. But, you know, it's okay. I mean, they almost took up the whole... I mean, they they closed that sidewalk. The street... The street is fully taken up. I felt like I was, like, walking, like, on a... You're, like, dodging, walk. you know... Men in construction hats. There was actually a woman. A work. I know. I don't know if she worked for Con Edison or she had a. She looked very authoritative. Work. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. I love that. She wasn't wearing like all white or anything, but like. I know. I was about to say, did you watch the? I didn't watch it. Well, I didn't want to give. Um, it I didn't want to give him readings. I didn't yeah. give him readings. <laughs> I'm gonna watch like the. I watched some clips. The clips. I'm gonna watch it later today. But I will say that, like, Alexandria Oseo-Cortez, like, did you see the gif of her just, like, um, when everyone else is standing around her, she's just, like, sitting, cross arms, pursed lips, uh-huh. just, like, big eyes, 
and then she does like an like a pseudo eye roll and look to her right at the end of the if it's really really funny. Oh, I, <laughs> I like the Pelosi um clap oh, the back clap. when she's like. Yeah, that's the that's the meme from last night. Yes. Oh man. You know, government is just one big meme. That's what. Exactly. Well, if you can't laugh at it, then. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Speaking about, like, government and other things like that, this global warming, we've had, like, 50 degrees, 60 degree weather. It's too hot. Like, my apartment was literally freezing last week. Like, uh-huh. I had to have my... Wait, the polar vortex on Friday. I had to have my super come and fix a draft because it was cold Where in was my apartment. Where the draft coming from? From my bedroom. Oh. Yeah. And then I come back this from this weekend. Girl, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. But it's supposed to snow next week, so don't get too... Great. Great. My um, sinuses are all up and down because I can, it knows the weather's changing. Yeah, mine have been kind of a mess, but they're, they're actually in the upswing right now that I had, like, a cold. So, not, you know, you, it's, it's only up from here. Sure, sure, sure. It gets better. Yeah. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. Um, I, was, I wanted to tell you about my new obsession on Netflix. Please. Which is Instant Hotel. Oh, I saw your post about that. I'm obsessed about it. So it's technically like Australian Airbnbs. That's like it in a nutshell. Okay. And teams go, there's um, 10 people, so five couples, uh-huh. and they go to each other's Airbnb and like rate it. Oh, okay. And so like it gets to be like after like the first house they figure out like it's a game and like a competition, like... They think, oh, we're just going to go on vacation. But then right. they're like, oh, man. Someone like, gets eliminated? No, no one gets eliminated, yeah. but like you get points. And at the end, you get a trip to America. Oh. To go to an instant hotel in California that's supposedly owned by a famous celebrity. Oh. So. Interesting. So, like, I, I would think that, like, I would, like, sabotage the other team. Well, that, is, that comes into play. But it depends when you show your house. You have to, and everyone knows what you scored. Oh, it's not anonymous. No. So they find out, they're like, oh, well, like, they scored you four, so, like, when they come to your house, your house better be, like, amazing, yeah. or they will tear you apart. Work. Yeah. It was really good TV, like, drama. It's dramatic. Yeah, but also, it's, like, also fun, because I love staying in Airbnbs. Yeah. It's kind of different from, like, a, like an instant hotel. They kind of want the more of a, the owner is, like, separated and not really, like, there. Yeah. Which but, is some Airbnbs. Yeah. But I think a and b is definitely different than, like, a hotel. Yeah. For so sure. I would highly suggest you watch it this week. Instant yes. hotel. Yeah. Okay, I'll try, it, I'll try it out. I'm obsessed with it. How was your weekend week? Uh, my weekend was good. I went to, um, I went to Pennsylvania to visit my friend Sydney. Uh-huh. And that was really fun. Um... Got some really amazing balsamic that I'm excited to use. Oh, I was making the um, basil, tomato, mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, I got this. Um, we went to this amazing um, olive oil and, like, you know, olive oil and vinegar place, uh-huh. and they had all kinds of flavors of balsamic. What is the most strangest one? Well, I bought um, bourbon maple balsamic. Mm. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> that was it like sounded, comedy. <laughs> it just sounded like a scaffolding crashed to the ground. It sounded like an angry bird, like was like hurtled at a scaffolding, 
and it just crumbled the tower. Down. There was like a good like glass shatter too. I feel. Oh like. my god! What is happening? When will it end? What's I want like a like a wrecking ball to like like <laughs> to crash into your bedroom and just be like. That's hilarious. That would be funny. Yeah. What but, about like the Wrecking Ball song? Oh, that's that's a great like, song. Yeah. Really good song. That's a good album. 2014? I think so. Was that 2014 now? That was a little earlier, right? It had to be in between 12 and 14. Yeah. I feel like that was like a junior year song. So like 13. Yeah. I don't know. But my week was good. I finished reading a book. Alright. And I started a new book, so I'm excited. You want to talk about either of those books? You just um, sure. Well, I finished. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, that's it. I finished. That's all. That's I finished all. the book I bought last summer, which for me is great timing. Actually, like yeah. it takes me a long time to um, commit to reading a book. Uh, but it's called When, and it's by Daniel Pink, and it's about like, um, uh, it's about timing. It's about like you know times in our day when we're more productive oh. when we're least productive um the importance of like breaks and how and specific relax. and how many and um it talks about even like you know deadlines the from the start of a deadline to the end of a deadline you know when there's a pickup in productivity when there's a lapse in productivity sure it talks about you know it was it was really really interesting um has so. anyone staked a claim on the book no, it's yours if you want. I would love to. Great. I was actually thinking that, like, this is my 19 for 2019, mm-hmm. but I think 20 for 20 might be my last. Your last. And I think it was a good, like, five-year, like, goal. Yeah. But, like, ready to, like... 20 is a good even number to, to end on Yeah, well. like, stamp it and yeah. start a new book adventure. I love that. So. Then you'll just start reading, reading the Britannica. Yeah. Just reading the encyclopedia. Uh, yeah. And like highlighting it and filling in all of the empty holes with a pen, like the Fun. T's, the D's, yeah. the O's. Yeah, that'd be a good cues. Good game. Yeah, yeah. So, that's my life goal right now. Very, I love that. I think it's very doable. <laughs> it's attainable, like um. Yeah, attainable. Yeah. It's very like concrete, mm-hmm. reachable. Yeah. Um, I know, like I'm like you can see me doing it. Like it's not like a dream of like it, yeah. I want to be a doctor. Like that's not a good like right. goal. But like I want to like school. color in all the holes in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Like I love that. Yeah, I'm really excited for. Now I don't think you're gonna <laughs> be able to carry the Britannica in your like book pocket in your coat. I know. Do you see? I have a different yeah. coat on, but that book is still slid into the front. Still slid pocket. into the front. Yeah. You'll have to figure that out. You know, weigh yourself down with things, so then, like, it'll make you finish it so you don't have to carry it. it I, that's a really good point. The problem is I've been keeping that book in my backpack for months! <laughs> and there's no banana. So one time, over Christmas break, I had a banana in the bottom of my book bag with no. books. It was disgusting Ew. when I pulled it out. Gross. You know. It just happens. You just forget. Yeah. And bananas, like, go bad, like, so fast. So fast. Especially when they're in your backpack. I need to buy, like, a banana holder. Is that a thing? Oh, I, I swear I bet it is. But I bet they're all, you know, like, we're all different shapes and sizes. It's and, true. And it's like, true. And, like, a banana is still a banana, and it can still give people nourishment. Yeah, it can get the job done. It doesn't yeah, matter so, how big or small it is. So just, like, finding, like, 
like a silicone case that can like shave yeah. to like yeah that's a really good that's a really good idea like something maybe latex yeah but like still just, like protective yeah yeah safety first yes yeah well okay <laughs> awkward <laughs> this is merch madness So, <laughs> oh, I just hit my tooth on my mug. Oh my god, be careful! I gotta shit my tooth again. You're drinking out of a muni mug. Yes, yeah, 2014, still cool. What yeah. is that the slogan for the year? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know if I love that slogan. <laughs> I like the mug though. It's a gorgeous mug, very like, graphic. I'm drinking out of a Beetlejuice mug. From hey, Marquee, you guys just went up. Ah! It looks so. It looks so really good. good. I'm excited. I love um, Alex peeking out the side. Yeah, it looks really, really good. And there's everything on the thing. And they put green lights at the top. Oh, fierce. Yeah, so it's like not like super like white. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. All right, so as I mentioned in our last episode, I just I just went to see Lady Gaga last month. And so I'm going to be doing some Gaga merch madness. Please. All right, so this these are both the things from her... Um, her residency show. I did get a sweatshirt from the jazz and piano show mm-hmm. that's really cute. It has like LG on the front and it looks like a treble clef. Oh. And then it's like her in that like black and white like uh, pose. pose. Um, and that was like the only piece of merch they had and I got the last <gasps> small, like the last one. Here's... I got the display. Oh wow, you're like, give me it. Yeah. So, but these are the two of the shirts from Enigma, which is like her residency show. The first one is a short sleeve. This is very your color. Yeah, oh my god. It is neon green. It is, like, very, very green. And it has um, a pink Enigma logo on it. Hot pink. Um, And it says Lady Gaga in just, like, a good old impact font Mm on the back. Um, And I I love this shirt. It's really bright. I don't normally go... I I like a lime green... But I don't usually go for, like, a neon color on my skin, just because... Did you ever see that episode of 30 Rock where Liz Lemon is, like, um, Jenna's maid of honor, and she chooses, like, a lime green leotard for her maid of honor dress? And and Liz Lemon goes, Jenna, you know I can't wear this. I have witch undertones. And then she <laughs> puts the green up to herself, and it reflects on her skin. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's very that. That is funny. Uh, but this is, uh, this is a cute shirt, and it's short sleeve. Mm-hmm. So this is the one I wore, like, on the plane home. Sure, you're like, you know. guess what I just saw? Yes, Scott. Then, oh. I got this long sleeve shirt. So this long sleeve is, like, her logo, I guess, for the the concert it's like her in a wig and like crazy neon makeup mesh top yeah it's very graphic and it has like enigma it looks like it's just like projected onto her which is cool um so it's a very graphic front of it and then on the back yeah it has enigma 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 like in in four neon colors in pink blue green and orange mm-hmm. and i loved the back of this that's why too. i like i had to buy this because the back is like so cool um i the front is a little busy but i do like the the imagery like i like the how graphic it is it's busy but it also like is cohesive and kind of goes all well together that's yeah. like complete yeah i also like have to think like i come from a 
a music theater merch place, mm-hmm. which is very different than like concert merchandise. Oh yeah. Like this is very much like her poster on a shirt. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like that's very much like a concert shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's long sleeved. It's black. Yeah. I like this. I haven't worn this yet because I don't know when it's going to be seventy degrees or two degrees. Sure. Um, but I think it's really, really cute. I feel like, um, I like the idea of the long sleeves. I feel like you'd be, like, a long, lanky yeah, enigma. Like, like, yeah, just, like, very, like, mysterious. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, like, some black jeans and... Yeah, and just a blue wig. Uh-huh. Just a blue wig. Um, but yeah, so I love both of these shirts, but I gotta say that the winner for me this week is gonna be my long sleeve shirt. I would agree. I think it's really cool. It's really, like, I like the variety of the colors. Like, it's not just, like, green, pink. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I love the back. The back is my favorite part. It's, like, so cool. I think the shirt right now would say, you know, there could be 99 people in a room. Yeah. But you just need that one person yeah. who believes in there you. Could be, there could be two shirts <laughs> in Merch Madness, and 50% of them aren't you. And all you need is 50% yeah. to be you. Mm-hmm. And Elliot chose me yeah you know? so and so you're like really like indebted <laughs> to you and thankful for everything you've done caleb okay <laughs> caleb will not will never stop tagging me in 90 and gaga memes and making it come back to the 99 people bullshit i love it i think it's so <laughs> if funny. you don't know what it is look up lady gaga 99 people in one room oh my god if you don't know what it is come welcome to pop culture yeah. right now <laughs> but like this it, it is hilarious her uh, a marketing team knew a story and wanted yeah. her to push it for every single Oscar moment. Well, and that's the thing is that I think we've talked about this, but like she, she's like a, um, you know, she was used to doing like radio tours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, that's what she did on press. I'm sure for her albums is she had her kind of script and she would say those things yeah. and it would whatever. be in like random cities. It wouldn't be like, right. And no one's going to be compiling that. But now, it's very funny. I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. It makes, for me, it's, like, relatable. Like, I feel like if I were, like, in a movie and doing press, <laughs> I would say the same shit over and over again. And, like, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> Maybe I'm an apologist, but fuck it, I don't like it. I love it. I love it, too. All right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all, that's all I have for Merch Madness this week. Beautiful. Do you want to talk about our special guest for this week's episode? Yeah, I think um, it's a person who's very in both of our lives, which is exciting. Yes, Yes, someone who we both uh, are in contact with a lot. (laughs) And it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Work with pretty closely. And has the most amazing eyes in the business. 
He is very handsome. I'm kind of like nervous for the interview of being like lost in his eyes. Get it together, Caleb. Okay, sorry. It's going to be okay. Okay. This week we have something really fun and different for you guys. Uh, we are going to be talking to Dustin Flores, who is um, our, our agent. At the mine. At the mine here in New York City. So I think he'll have a really cool perspective on um, what he does and kind of that side of the business for you guys. Yeah. Here we go. We'll take a class together. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, we are here with our special guest for the week, Dustin Flores of The Mine. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. We're so excited to sit down with you. It's been like figuring our schedules out to I make know, it happen. I'm sorry. So like, oh, it's, no, it's not your fault. No. Yeah, there's always something to do after work. There's so always something to yeah. do. <laughs> Literally always. No, Even we, if I think I have a free night, it's not really free night. Yeah, you know? no. Something right. always happens. Somebody's going on for something. Or, you oh, know, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's the exciting part, though. You're like, okay, I gotta go. What yeah. show's tonight? Yeah, yeah. exactly. We both yeah. saw shows last night. We saw I saw the Share Show, and he saw My Fair Lady. Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Yeah. I've seen I loved it. Yeah, I liked it. It's my second time seeing it. It was great. Yeah. I love Cher. I think it's, it's a fun so time. fun. It's fun. Yeah. Last night, I was actually like, the lights and the mega mix at the end were so bright that I actually had to close my eyes. I oh, think I was really? like hung over a little bit. I was like, these <laughs> are so that. bright. <laughs> yeah. I think if you just want to go and like, just have fun. Just yeah. be like, good dancing, great music, and like, awesome costumes. Like, yeah. Just have a good time. Yeah. It's really know? fun. It's like a feast. Yeah. Yeah. The Bob Hockey number like gets me. Yeah, lots, <laughs> of, lots pretty of pretty people. <laughs> lots. There's no shortage of that. Yeah. The mm-hmm. show. My Fair Lady was good. I mm-hmm. hadn't seen it yet. It was good. I haven't seen it with Laura. I saw she was opening. great. Yeah, uh, she was great. I've always been a big fan, and Danny Burstein as well. Huge fan hey. of him. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was good. That house is amazing. So, it's it's so huge. Big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very large. <laughs> I mean, isn't it crazy how the the actors or whatever have to like run on with the set you know because yes. it's so like they can't really just bring it on from the wings like they yeah. have to actually, like, like, actually bring it yeah. on yeah. <laughs> I wonder like, what it's like to like ride it around you're just like yeah, here we yeah. go <laughs> well what was crazy too is I was on like the one of the sides of like the thrust yeah yeah so they're like for the big bar thing I was like fully people like in costume but with a headset I was like work yeah, <laughs> yes. come on the stage managers in costume yeah. I love it yeah, it was That awesome. house is pretty cool, too. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. It's fun. Yeah. It was good. What have you seen lately that you, like, loved? Oh, God. Um, what I've seen everything. Yeah. Uh, I just saw Dear Evan Hansen, if you can believe it. You just okay. saw it. I haven't seen it yet, either, so. It's pretty incredible. It's yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, what else did I see? I mean, I saw Cher. I saw King Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, um... To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, oh lucky. Okay. Yeah, that one is... And I'm not, like... I mean, I do so many musicals, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm not, like, yeah. a play guy, per se. Yeah. But that one, just, like, it really is just so poignant and, like, so... I mean, yeah. It's just kind of sad how it resonates right now, too. Right. With everything that's going on. Um, but it's brilliant. I think that's, like, number one to go see. Do you remember yeah. reading the book as a kid? Mm-hmm. But, like, I read it... So long ago, yeah, and then I hadn't really like revisited it for so long, and to 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 see it now and to see how relevant it is is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, the performances are awesome. I know I want to see it so bad, but that takes a lot of planning. Yeah, with with a show like that, I'm gonna have to like wake my ass up early. Yeah, our client covers um, Jeff Daniels. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, so like. I saw Jeff, who was fantastic, but uh-huh. now I'm just waiting for him to call out. So I can yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, okay. 
like, get tired, Jeff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go have to shoot something or film something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, take a hiatus. Take a break. Well, I'm also obsessed. I want to tell our listeners, like, we have the most beautiful <laughs> etched, etched glasses, glasses yeah. here at the mine. They're gorgeous. They are. They were a, um, a holiday gift from one of our clients years ago. Oh. Um, it came with a decanter and everything. Oh, so, yeah. God. <laughs> Everyone take, so pretty, take right? note. I know, right? Ooh, also, wow. we have a bar in our office. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, because at every job, you know, you need you need somewhere to go. At well, yeah. Well, like, like, <laughs> the whole like sort of decor and concept of the mind in the beginning was was um, to be like Mad Men, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is like the old pictures yeah. and all of that. So we were like, well, then we need a bar because right because they're always drinking on Mad Men. Totally. Yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> just, and just starting the day with with just bourbon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I never got into Mad Men. Oh, I did. I tried. I tried, but it just never like grabbed me. Hmm. Yeah. Well, if you start Mrs. Maisel, I feel like that's going to be the new Mad Men. I feel like it's I taking I over. Started I haven't started it. It's a really good. I, I know everybody really, really has that good. smile when they yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's like really like New York too, so it feels mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like. I know. I love when the second season came out. Like everyone on social media was like, "Look for me in season two of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel." It was like every single person that I know. Uh-huh. Had yeah. like like was in like a dance scene or like yeah, was yeah, like yeah. just in a corner of a diner somewhere. That's me. Cool. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but usually I know to look for you. Yeah. But this was every other single person I know. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> we like to, <laughs> we like to start the official interview okay. by just having our guests tell uh, our listeners a little bit about what first got them interested in the arts and mm-hmm. kind of led them down a, a pathway in that. Uh, Sure. So I, um, I grew up in California. Mm-hmm. I'm in Northern California and, and I'm the oldest of five boys and, um, a not musical family at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew anything about musicals, theater. Like I didn't watch Grease. I didn't do any of that. Sure. Um, and there was a, a, a talent competition show on back then called, uh, Star Search. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was like, I was really young, but I probably like fourth grade um and there was this group on there that i don't remember they were called like it was like three men and a little lady or three boys and a little like i don't know but it was mm-hmm. young boys probably like 10 or 11 and their sister and they were dancing to like hip-hop or whatever and i was like i want to do that mm-hmm. um and so my grandmother paid for my parents were like no absolutely not and my <laughs> grand my grandparents paid for me to uh take dance class well my fifth grade that's when i first started for a year and I went, and I thought it was going to be hip-hop, mm-hmm. and it was, like, ballet bar. And, oh, I, kinda, no. and I was yeah. like, I, this is not what I signed up yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But my d- dance teacher at the time, um, I guess, saw something mm-hmm. in me or whatever, and so I, cont- I went for that year, and after that first year, my grandma was like, I'm not paying for it anymore, and my parents were like, we're not paying. My dad was, like, completely against it. And my dance teacher let me go for free wow, for the amazing. rest all through high school. And that's so amazing. I spent, um, like it was like my second home. Like I would go yeah. to school and then go to dance and be there till like eight or nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Every, and it was just, it was like a second family. Yeah. Um, I actually have a friend that just moved here. Uh, she lives in Jersey and we danced together back then. And we were just reminiscing about how like it was the dance training and all of that, but it was more just the camaraderie and that family, like, you know, like sure. escaping my crazy home life mm-hmm. um so when i so i so the next year or whatever they were doing the music man at a community theater mm-hmm. and my mom found it she was starting to get on board at this point mm-hmm. so she found it <laughs> in 
uh, like the local newspaper. And so she's like, you have to go and you have to sing 16 bars. Well, nobody knew. We didn't know what 16 bars were, no, you yeah. know, whatever. Right. So I, <laughs> I went to the audition, having never auditioned before, with a cassette tape of the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. <laughs> 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 and I sang both parts of I've Had a Time of My Life. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm obsessed with that. And um, the director was like, okay, well, that was fine. Let's have you sing Happy Birthday so I can sing, like, see if I can sing on pitch. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I got and I got part of Winthrop mm-hmm. in that. Um, and I was hooked. From then, I was, I was like, yeah. totally hooked. So, like, I just did theater and all through growing up. Um, went to high school. I ended up going to, I was at a Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade, but then I went to a public high school that had a really good theater department. And I was like the lead in the musicals at all the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, moved to New York. I always knew I wanted to be in New York. Always. I had, even from a little kid, I was like, I'm going to NYU. I don't even think I knew what NYU was. <laughs> right. But, um, you saw it somewhere. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and like, I think I was watching Felicity and like, you know, I was like, sure. I, I need to be, that's where I need to be. So I didn't go to NYU, but I went to AMDA. Um, and I moved here right after I graduated high school, came here and then was done with school because AMDA is a two-year program mm-hmm. by like, I was, I don't think I was 21 yet. Yeah. Well. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing next. And I think my last week of AMDA, I auditioned for Real Caribbean. And I got a cruise ship where I had to be Ricky Martin and Mark Anthony. And so I did that contract. And crazy, that contract was really nuts because uh, halfway through it, the first part of it was Puerto Rico and the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And the second part was New York to Bermuda. The first part, oh, no, the first part was fine. Second part, New York to Bermuda. We were on our way back from Bermuda and we had to do, this was a, this was before like they had these huge ships. Right. It was, yeah. it was a big ship, yeah. but not like these like floating hotels. Yeah. And so we had to do two, um, two shows per, every show we did two of them because mm-hmm. it was like half of the seating would eat dinner and then they'd come to the right. show yeah, yeah. Uh, later. Yeah. yeah. So between the two shows, um, the like it would make this noise go do 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 and they would it would say announcements but they never did it during showtime so i was like that's weird and the uh second officer came on and said um fire main engine fire main engine oh, no. and like we were all and i'm like a big scaredy cat so yeah. i was like what the fuck like is okay and then they were like places and i was like wait what do you mean places like we got to figure out what's what's going on right like, mm-hmm. And I started the show. This particular show was called Jump, Jive, and Swing. <laughs> and I started this one. And they started the overture. And then the seven short, one long, which is the emergency yeah. signal, uh-huh. yeah. came on. Uh, and the captain said, ladies and gentlemen, please go down to your cabins and get your life jacket, any medication you need, you know, basically get ready yeah, to disembark. Yeah, yeah. it's worth. Yeah. And sinking. <laughs> oh, no. So I think of Titanic. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. So part of what our our duties are is like we have to check people in like at yeah. the muster station yeah. and be like, so like I'm like <laughs> crying like what you know what's gonna happen yeah. and trying to calm the passengers down right. being like who's this idiot crying like what's up <laughs> so we ended up n- not sinking <laughs> but we lost power completely um, and so tugboats had to come back oh my god and pull us back to Bermuda they let everybody they flew everybody home we got like a two week vacation in Bermuda when oh, they wow. fixed the ship. Then the last week of the contract, we were in New York on Sundays, going to Bermuda. That was my very last week. I was saying bye to my boyfriend. I was, and I had this feeling like, this is not going to be the last week. I don't know. I just had this really weird uh-huh. feeling, and that was Sunday. 
Tuesday was September 11th. Wow. And so I remember um, we got paid in cash back then, um, and you would have to go to, like, the office, and you would give the cash. They'd give you, like, a money order, and you could send it to your bank, or you could send yeah. it home. And they had the TVs on, and I, I saw the first tower had the plane had gone through, and I was watching as the second tower went through. Oh, my God. And, I mean, the second plane went through the second tower, and I went and, like, knocked on everyone's cabin. I was like, because we were all New Yorker, we were all right. Right. and then we sat in one cabin and just watched and wept the whole day. Oh, my God. And that later that night, they were like, you guys have to perform because everyone's in this, like, crazy mood. Most yeah. of these people are Americans, right. you know? Um and we did one performance and everybody <laughs> cried through the whole thing. Yeah. It was like, we couldn't get through to like, to New York, you yeah, know, who was, right. what was going on. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I told you that story, but that's just like my first professional job, yeah. really, you know? Um, and then I came back and worked retail for a while. Mm-hmm. I like, was like, what's next? I worked at DKNY, mm-hmm. worked at Mew Mew and Prada. And, um, and then I, got back into it a little bit. Like I started mm-hmm. auditioning again um, and really then started, I did like an Aida and 42nd mm-hmm. Street and Course Line and all of that. And all this time I kind of knew like, what's going to be next? Like this is really fun and I, I enjoy doing it. I hated auditioning. I hated rehearsal, but I loved the family life of like yeah. the cast. And yeah. um, I could not sing harmony at all. Like couldn't, I have an ear for it at all. So like I would, like during Aida rehearsals, like I'm saying this out loud now, but um, <laughs> We were doing it at Gateway, uh-huh. and they would go through everybody like, "What's your part?" And they'd make, and I would always get a stomach ache during that part. So I'd go, I'd have to go to the bathroom because I was So and I would always like, even though whatever part I would, I would always drift to the melody. Yeah, so, like yeah. I knew that it wasn't like ultimately sure. going to be like my thing. Um, so I was always thinking about what was next, and then I got stuck in Radio City Land for a mm-hmm. while, which I fucking loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved doing Radio City. I always wanted to do it ever since I was a kid. It was yeah. one of those things that yeah. I was like. And I remember um, going to my first audition and how back then, I don't know if they still do it the same, but you went in and you stood on an X, right? And then there was three people behind the table. One of them was the director and the other. And you sang for them and you couldn't be a Christmas song, but it had to be something light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they talked about you while while you were standing there (laughs) after you sung. And then they would either say, stay and dance, or thank you very much. Right? So, like, that whole... It felt like 10 minutes, Oof, but yeah. it was, like, 30 seconds of them being, like... Oh, my God. And I was so, like, excited and so all the thing. And Linda Haberman, who was the director at the time, said, we'd like to see you dance. And my initial reaction was just to go, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like such an asshole. Like, so, but anyway, I did that for three years, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Um, and the last year, I kind of knew that it was going to be my last year performing. Um, and I sent a bunch of emails to uh, everybody that I knew in the business. And just, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was casting or mm-hmm. if it was, I knew that I loved when my friends would get auditions and I would help them with their material mm-hmm. and, and yeah. try to like, not coach them, but be like, this is the job you should do. Mm-hmm. Or this is the way. So I knew I had like an agent thing in sure. me, but who just becomes an agent? Like how do you, you don't know, I don't know how to yeah. do that. Uh-huh. You know, like how, um, and so I got a few responses for, for casting internships. And then I got an offer to go meet with an agency. And that one was a paid position. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I met with her on the last day, I think, of Radio City contract. I think it was like January 2nd or something. And she hired me on the spot. Um, and I started as an assistant. And then I was like... Before it was like everything was done online, like you had to pull headshots, there was files yeah. and headshots, and you had to make like a submission. 
and I was pulling the hedge and be like, well, this is the wrong person for this. Like this is this person doesn't tap, and you're uh-huh. submitting them for Billy Lawler. Like what's going on here? So I started to be more like vocal and like, uh-huh. and then um, through a series of events, like ended up like helping with the theater department, uh-huh. you know, um, and then brought bringing my friends on, and like expanded their their like Broadway bookings, you know, um, like exponentially, and just started because I just loved it, and because mm-hmm. I knew. I had been auditioning for so long that casting directors already knew me. Yeah. So it wasn't like that I had to be like, sure. meet me and meet my clients. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? Uh-huh. Um, you already had an in. Exactly. Bit, yeah. uh, and then the mind sent me a Facebook message um, about a year and a half into that job. And was like, hey, we'd love to meet with you. And I came and I met at the mine and they put me through the ringer. I had like six meetings and every single time, like one of them was like, let's go have drinks. And I was like, oh, they're going to offer me a job. Yeah, like, yeah, and right. like my husband now, my boyfriend mm-hmm. then or whatever, was like, you got to wear an outfit. Like, you got to whatever, you know. So yeah. like I had, like, <laughs> this is my, like, I'm going to get the job outfit. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah. literally just drinks. It was just, <laughs> it was like. Six outfits later, <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> um, but finally, they, they, they hired me, and I came over here, and I've been here for eight years. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, like, pretty crazy, but it seems like it, it was pretty seamless. It was, and I think that's why it felt so right, and it still does. Like it, mm-hmm. you know, I had the moment of knowing that I didn't want to perform. I think, mm-hmm. right? Like I wasn't sure. Like, and when I go see a client, like in a show, is it going to hurt my stomach? Like, sure, it, yeah, right. you know, like is that what's that? Am I going to wish that was me? Um, but it, but I don't, and I didn't. Like it was like it was good, and now I feel like I'm part of it. I feel like yeah. when I see like the mine or specifically my name in a playbill, it's like I'm doing something right, you know. Yeah. Like it really feels like all of my like life experience from performing to to everything has like led me to this moment, and yeah. it's just it just it's good. I, I'm happy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Well, I wanted to ask like you kind of touched on it and in the fact that you didn't have to like start anew making these relationships and casting and because that's so important i would assume in your job mm-hmm. yeah um what what other things do you think have benefited you starting as a performer coming uh, into this yeah i think that um be- i think because i was an actor and because i auditioned and because i got rejected and because i waited by the phone thinking that it was Mm -hmm. going to be my turn Mm -hmm. um i can empathize and understand what actors go through and so there's not you know sometimes i feel like I might be too forgiving or too understanding um, as an agent because ultimately it's a, it's a business about making money. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's just not how I operate. And and obviously we do really well, so it's good, but um, I'm, I'm very actor friendly. And Mm -hmm. I think that is because I, I, at at my heart, I'm an actor, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I was first. Um, And so I think because I went through all of those ups and downs, I'm able to help our actors not always feel so down, mm-hmm. you know, or when, or, or also understand that like that one opportunity at that moment is everything to that, that person. Sure. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't go their way, they need a little bit of time to mourn that opportunity mm-hmm. of what could be. And I completely understand that. And then on the other side, like I love to celebrate the wins, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's really, it's really fun to turn a no to a yes. Yeah. Um, and it's also, you know, we have, 
our actors like vary from like people that are right out of school to people that are in their 15th Broadway show. Um, but I always, and the more that I move up in the company, the more like, you know, I, I tend to only, or not only, but specifically deal with like some of the, the higher level mm-hmm. actors. Um, but I will always find my way back to what we consider developmental clients. And that's anyone mm-hmm. that's like prior to making their first Broadway sh- yeah. debut or, or, um, you know, their first thing on TV or mm-hmm. whatever, because that phone call of getting to say you booked it, 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 it will never, ever, ever get old. Yeah. It really is a because mo- I feel like I'm part of some, a huge milestone in that person's life, mm-hmm. you know, and regardless if I'm still working with them 10 years from now or 20 years from now, or if they leave me next year, like I will always have been part of that first moment with them. Totally. And that is just something that will never get old. I think that's like the exciting parts about being an agent and like the the joyful parts about doing it. Mm. What are like the hard parts? Yeah, the hard parts are that we don't give out the auditions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so like I think sometimes I do like a breakdown or I you know submitting for a certain show and I'm like oh my god like we could cast this whole show it's just the sure. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and then you know and there's so many other things that come into play when with with casting directors and and you know I know they have their their creative creative teams have lists of people they want to see mm-hmm. and there's certain things that we don't even know like it can only be someone that's ethnic or it can only be so there's so many factors that come into play so that can be a little frustrating when it's it, it, we can only do so much and we wish that we could do more, you know, um, that's frustrating. Also, if, uh, if I get an actor or if I start working with an actor that has already been here for a while and, mm-hmm. um, sort of, sort of already has made the casting director rounds and, and casting directors have like a certain opinion of them, uh, um, sure, yeah. it can be hard to then change that, if sure. it, you know, or, um, and so that, that can, because I'll have seen, seen somebody in a different light or I'll have seen them when they're not as nervous or not as, and I'm like, Oh my God, they really are fucking awesome. Like if they could just get rid of those nerves in the room, you know, that, um, but sometimes, you know, I, and I know casting director schedules are crazy. And so sometimes it's just like, Oh, I've seen them, but they're not really going to be a fit for this. Right. And it's like, yeah, you've seen them, but like they've been working on that, yeah, you know? And right. so, so that can be challenging and, and a little, uh, hard to accept, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and even then we, we work hard to try to fix that or to maybe make tapes this time. Like, would you accept a tape or would you mm-hmm. like, you know, to kind of go around that and, and, and rebrand somebody. Sure. Um, but, but that's like one of the biggest, the other, another hard part about the job is, is, is the, when it's not working. You know, because okay. I, I, um, lose sleep. I honestly, I will lose sleep if it's like an actor that I have to say, like, we're not going to resign you. And yeah. it's never that I don't want to resign them because I don't love them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, most of the actors that we work with, like we've worked with for a long time and we have like a really like loving yeah. relationship with them. And I love them as people and I love, and I would continue for as forever because the easy thing to do is to just say, let's resign again and mm-hmm. just keep you on the roster and nothing's happening. Yeah. Hard thing is to have that conversation that says like, I don't know why I think you're talented, but for whatever reason, maybe who you're being submitted with in my office, maybe who it's just not working mm-hmm. and I love you, but you are only getting older and it may make it, it may make sense for you to 
change it up to sure. say, see if somebody can can look at you through different eyes and and that's a really terrible conversation because I'm friends with most of them, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be that person that another person in their life that says no, but sometimes it's, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. What's for the best though? Like you're trying to just like push them along to a different yeah. road maybe. Yeah. And the thing is, obviously you're talented because you would never have been here if you weren't, Yeah. you sure. know, and it could just be for a variety of reasons. You just need somebody that is going to think a little differently. And mm-hmm. I've sort of exhausted all of my options at the, at the moment. Yeah. Oftentimes we have that meeting and we end up signing at the end anyway because we're just like, let's just keep going and see what happens because, you know. Sure. Um, but, and also that's a little bit of me just being like a chicken um, because I just, <laughs> I really hate it. I don't want to be another person that says, that's a negative, you know, that, sure. that shows negativity to you. Yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want that. Well, it's hard to, I mean, because this this business feels so personal at times because like it's you know so much what we're putting into things and it's you know relationships that we curate and it's not always personal but it's easy to take everything personally (laughs) um but i mean in a way that's you know that's the kind of like honesty and feedback i think actors like want all the time you know like i feel like so many actors feel like oh, well, I just don't know why things aren't blah, 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 blah. Like, I can't get any feedback. I don't, you know. Yeah. So sometimes what, what like, we want, which is, like, honesty and feedback, like, is not always When you get it, you're like, oh, no, I didn't want to get that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there's a lot of times where, honestly, we have to, like, we change change it a little bit. You know, we make it a little bit easier to hear because sometimes casting directors, they're so busy and so like, you really want feedback? This is why. And we're like, oh, well, okay. Well, like we're gonna, (laughs) we're gonna filter that a little bit, but you know, um, but it's just, it's just part of the business. Mm -hmm. You know, it is, it sort of is what it is. And and I I think I get that most, most of you guys like put your whole all into everything. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's not for a lack of like trying, you know, it's right. Um, and if, if, because it doesn't happen in five years, it doesn't mean that it won't happen. That's the, right. that's the greatest right. thing, exactly. you know, like we, I was just watching the SAG Awards and mm-hmm. some of the speeches were like, so I thought so, resonated so much with me because they were talking to other actors because it's, you know, the actors choose who wins. It's mm-hmm. very much like, right. and they were saying, you know, for all of you actors that are still can't pay your rent or you still can't, like, they're like, that was me. And, mm-hmm. you know, just know that you're just one job away from where you want to be. And yeah. it's like at any minute you can go in for that one job that just changes your changes life. Everything. Yeah. And so, um, it, it th- that hope and that, that dream that's still there like it exists for a reason, right? Because it really can change at any time. Yeah. yeah. You just got to keep up the confidence and the positivity. That's right. the hard part. That is the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> As you take another drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to us about um, how you find people. Yeah, like selecting that... clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a variety of ways. Um most of the time it's a referral from somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, whether it's a casting director or a client of ours that says like my buddy's looking for a new rep um, or I see a show that my client is in and then I'm like, well, who's that person? That person, yeah. you know, and I mm-hmm. meet them afterwards. Um, we all do like the actress connections and right. the one-on-ones and the growing studio. Sometimes you find, sometimes you don't, you know, um, 
But for the most part, it's like somebody has seen you in something, yeah. whether it's us or someone connected to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then they recommend you. And now because everybody has footage somewhere, yeah. you know, like you can see what they do pretty. Right. You don't really need to. I mean, that's the initial thing is like we, we can see something that you do that, that either like sparks an interest. And then um, I meet I meet with them. And the first thing I'm trying to like gauge is if they're crazy. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because like, yeah, I can't, I just can't. Right. Right. So like, if you're like, I, you know, I I really love people that have good hearts and are good people because I think the world needs more love in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to be the asshole at the audition that everyone's talking about. Um, but, uh, but I just need to, I need to be inspired in some way, you know, either by your energy by your talent by like because there's people that you meet and you're like oh they're gonna go from show to show to show like that that's mm-hmm. just who they are and there's other people that are like super interesting and exciting and you're just like i'm not really sure where we're gonna go or what yeah. this is but let's go on this journey together sure, and right, if you're yeah. willing to like play with me and figure out like what where this is gonna go then um, i'm more than happy to go on that journey with right. you uh, you just have to have some sort of like you know, for me, when I see some somebody, whether it's like an amazing dancer or like an amazing singer or just amazing actor or whatever, like the hair on the back of my neck sort of stands up and I get chills. Sure. And I'm like, Ooh, I thought that person's cool. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 Um, and then you just have to figure out like where in the business they fit. But everyone sort of fits somewhere. You yeah. just got to figure out what that is. Yeah. And when it fits. And when it fits. Yeah. 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 When, when the like stars align, it's like what... What does Oprah say? It's like success is when opportunity meets preparation. Yeah. You know? So like you have to be, you can't wait to get that amazing audition to then find like that perfect song, right? right. You have yeah. to have the perfect song so that when the, that, the right audition comes, you're like, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we were, we were taught that at school. Yeah, so. we were taught that at school. Oh yeah. yeah. We went to uh, OCU and that's like one of our like the dance school. The pillars of the dance school. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I did a, like a master class at OU, but, not mm-hmm. but I do the OCU NYC when they're yeah, coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'll be happening pretty soon. Very soon, March something. Yeah, soon. That's good. It's good stuff. And it's cool to like always have that like that eye come in, especially in Oklahoma, where it's like you know, only so in touch you can be if you're if you're in Oklahoma. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's it's the thing is the business, as you know, it changes so much like yeah. every season is completely different than the one mm-hmm. before um and so if you're not like in it like it's hard to change with it so i feel like yeah. a lot not necessarily ocu i'm not saying that but a lot of the schools they're still teaching like old school musical theater totally like, yeah, because people like, aren't from the industry like in their teaching yeah, there from still, 20 like, 30 years ago girls are in their jewel tone dresses and character shoes and yeah. like you know and it's like this it's just not what it is anymore no. but um so it takes like coming to New York and like getting dirty a little bit yeah. to figure that out. You yeah. know? <laughs> no, totally. Um, I wanted to ask what are some of the um, misconceptions people have about agents, what you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I feel like people like to blame their agent that they're not getting something like that. Like, <laughs> I, never, I never feel that. I'm always like, no, like I think I know. Like and, and I feel like to some people it feels like this, like, great powerful Oz that it's like this yeah, like no one really yeah. knows what's happening like and I think that it would be like super beneficial for like actors to like spend like three months at an agency mm-hmm. like interning just to kind of see what it is you know mm-hmm. um I think 
you're right. Everybody blames their agent. Like, and I, <laughs> it sucks, you know, um, because it's like, well, I didn't get in because of my agent or my agent's not submitting me or my agent's not doing this. And, and it's not true. You know, like mm-hmm. it's in our best interest to get you a job right. because we're right. working for free. Right. Right. Yeah. Like we, we're one of the only industries or professions where we sign up to work for free until somebody right. makes money. Right. Yeah. It's not like we're on retainer. We're getting paid 10 bucks every time you audition, right. you know? Um, and for someone who might not be like as theater savvy, an agent is paid, um, about 10 percent 10 percent yeah of the actor's earnings correct yeah so we basically bring on talent that we feel strongly about we send them out to auditions uh procure opportunities for them and then you know facilitate callbacks all of that uh get feedback get this person needs to you know wear a different shirt mm-hmm. or do whatever mm-hmm. um and then ultimately, when hopefully if you book it, we negotiate your contract and make sure that we can get you the best deal possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we take 10% of your earnings. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying before that? Um, uh, what people misconstrued. Oh, yeah. So I think, I think a lot of people think that we have our favorites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, similar to like a casting director or a choreographer that has like, which is not true. You know, we, it's more, it, it's really exciting to get somebody, like I said, a Broadway debut mm-hmm. or someone into a room that like isn't used to being into an invited dance call. Right? Mm-hmm. That's really, and so we're constantly pushing all day. We're constantly, and we're also hearing no, yeah. you know, just like, just like you guys are. And I think a thing that a lot of people forget is that when, when an actor is up for a major opportunity, so are we. Yeah. We're also yeah. up for a major opportunity. And when it doesn't go that actor's way, we have to be there to console them and to say it's okay and you're going to get the next one, which we absolutely believe, mm-hmm. but there's no one to console us. Just just this straight. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the bar is outside. <laughs> but ultimately, we, we like, and I can't speak for all agents, you know, but, but for me, like, at, at the the most like humble level, like I really care. I care about our clients and I care about what we do and I care about the the way we're uh, perceived in the industry. Um, and so we work really hard at our at our branding and to make sure that all every casting director respects us and that they know that we respect them and that our actors feel feel valued. Um, and not just the, va- the actors that are paying commission. You know, everyone that's on our roster because you know, I mean, I represented, or this office also, even before me, uh, represented Ruthie, Ruthie Ann Miles, for mm-hmm. a long time, you know, before anything major happened. Like, she did mm-hmm. some really great things, but, like, King and I was her Broadway debut, and that was Just her, t- and then she wow. won a Tony that same year, you yeah. know? Like, so she she put a lot of time in, and she did, you know, Here Lies Love, and she yeah, had yeah. a few, and she did a bunch of things, but this was, like, her moment, and she waited all this time, and, and I think... It, it was on purpose, you know, it was supposed to happen when it happened. And so that's sort of always in the back of our mind with our actors that we're just like, it doesn't have to happen this year. I know, I know they want it to happen this year and we want it to happen this year for them. And we want them not to have to have a waiter job or a babysitting job or whatever they do, but it will happen. Mm -hmm. If you could, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, this is still what I want to do. And this is the only thing I can think about doing. And you still have dreams of like going through the stage door or through being, on set or whatever, then like keep going, mm-hmm. you know, and we're there for you. 
I love that. I love that too. I think that's nice for for people to hear. Yeah, we're yeah. not like scary, like in a suit. Right. You know, I mean, probably some people are, but like, sure. you know, like, <laughs> it's not gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like we're we're on your side. Yeah. We're, we want it to work out. We want we want you to succeed. Um, we're not trying to like get only a certain number of fifteen people into the room. Like, right. we're, you know, we we if we sign up to work for you and go on this journey with you and are married to you for five mm. plus years, you know, like we're working for you and right. we, we want it to happen. Yeah. I, um, when I was working with the growing studio and I still have people like ask me questions, they're like, should I do the Asian showcase? Mm-hmm. I always tell them like, they were like, you have to be ready for an agent just because you want one doesn't mean you need one at the moment. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way? What do you suggest to people who think that they want an agent and it might not be time for it? Yeah. I mean, is that you a thing you think? I, I think that you don't need an agent, right? Like, mm-hmm. because, like, I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. But yeah. like, when, you, <laughs> when, you, uh, are, when you're new and, you're, like, you don't, like, if you don't get, it's better to be by yourself. And to, like, make the connection. Yeah, so then to we have a bag. bring someone to the table to it's, you. So it's like, they know me, like. Exactly. Like, you don't, you, the great thing about New York is all the EPAs and ECCs, right? Mm-hmm. You have them to your, and a lot of times, like, the, Great Comet or, or Prom, there's people that are making their Broadway debuts yeah. and a lot of it from an EPA or an ECC. Yeah. Um, so you don't need one. I, I agree with you, though, like when you're ready for one is yeah. when you get one. You know, like you have to be able to... This is a terrible saying and, and people say it and I don't really believe it, but like it's like we're, we make 10%, so we're in theory should do 10% of the work, right? We should like... Um, I don't agree with that. We do a ton of work. But, like, what I mean is, like, you can't just get an agent and sit at home. Exactly. Waiting, yeah. waiting for a right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you're going to eventually get to a place where that will be what it is. And you're turning things down. You're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to leave town. I don't want... I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, in the beginning, you, you have to do just as much work as you would do if you had an agent. And mm-hmm. it's your work and your connections mixed with my work and my connections that make magic happen. Yeah, totally. So I think, but I think you're right. I mean, you don't, don't do an agent showcase just because you want to get an agent because you think you need one. Yeah. Right. Well, because I think, and I think this is a new, like, fairly new thing, this whole, like, class showcase kind of culture yeah. that the industry's in right now. Um, It's, you know, it's, it's helped me. Yeah, it's helped me, yeah. And, and, but again, you have to, like, it's not, there's not only one clear cut way, you know. Exactly. And also, like. You know, if you don't really get, if you don't get an agent from your like college showcase or whatever, or whatever, there's, it's not like the end of the world. It's not. And it's also like, you know, a lot of times when colleges are showcasing, it's like, we know what's coming in the next season, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we don't have that, we're looking to check off certain boxes. We're looking to, and so it doesn't mean that you're not talented or you're not, or it just mm-hmm. means that like, I have three people that are just like you that yeah. I've been working with for the past three years and mm-hmm. I'm going to give them the attention, you totally. know, and they... Um, so it doesn't mean that you did something wrong or you weren't right, like no. you weren't talented or someone else yeah. in your class was more talented than you. The other thing about the growing studio or, or places like that is mm-hmm. that if you don't come from a, an OCU or a Baldwin Wallace or a Michigan or a CCM or something yeah. like that and you don't your school doesn't showcase in New York, you can come here and do a showcase. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to, you know, you don't have to come from a fancy school right. that has a showcase that all the agents go to. You can come here and like work mm-hmm. with casting directors for a couple of weeks and then showcase 
yeah. as you would if you did come from a fancy school, mm-hmm. which they didn't have that when I moved here. You know? Right. Right. It's a different, it's a different thing, especially like, you know, so many schools have programs now, like there's a lot of really talented people and there's a lot of places for them to there are. get there even are more talented. Like, I mean, yeah. I've been reading, I mean, we don't really, as agents, we don't look at like the equity website or anything. Uh-huh. That's not what we do, but I mean, I've been hearing from our clients about how crazy these open calls are and like yeah. these lines and these like, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's nuts. That's the reason to have an agent. But yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that you can sleep in and exactly. do your best. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you want to play the game? I think we should play a game. Yeah. Let's okay. play the game. Okay, it's a two-parter. Okay. Usually it's only a one-parter, but this first one is called East Coast, West Coast. Okay. So just, like, vote which one you think is better. If you want to give an example on why, you can if you want to. Okay. But it's easy. No okay. pressure. Okay. So East Coast, West Coast, the weather. Ooh, that's hard because, can I elaborate? Can yeah, I totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is an audio okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, So I'm from Northern California, which mm-hmm. has like, you know, it doesn't get as cold as it does here, but also doesn't get as hot as it does in Southern California. So it kind of is just like brilliant weather. You still can have a coat at night, but being a t-shirt during the day. Um, so... New York, we all know New York weather fucking sucks, right? So it's like the, <laughs> yeah. the hottest of hots and the coldest of colds. Uh-huh. It's just like, so when I'm, so I was here for like 18 years after I moved from California and then I moved to California, mm-hmm. Southern California to open our office in, in, uh, in LA. And the first eight months I was like, I don't understand why everybody doesn't live here. Like, and yeah. it's like living on vacation. Mm-hmm. Everybody is smiling. Everybody feels like they don't have a care in the world. The sun is shining. Is it? And then after eight months, I was like, I need something different. Like, I need sure. a coat. I need, like, a rainy day. I need a... Like, uh, I don't like, know. <laughs> like, how am I going to wear this scarf? <laughs> it's like, I had yeah. this really cute leather jacket that I could right. never wear, yeah. you know? And I think, to their defense, when I was there, it was, like, one of the hottest years ever, okay. you know? So, like, it was, like, 92 on Thanksgiving, which right. is just weird, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I was so ready to come back and... I remember the first the first week or the first couple weeks I moved back here. There was like three nor'easters that way, you know. And uh-huh. I was like skipping down the street. I was just uh-huh. oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for uh-huh. some heat again, you know. So I yeah. think that the brilliant thing about New York weather <laughs> is that you're constantly appreciative of what you the don't season. have. Yeah, yes. sure. Like, yes. Like right now we're like, I can't wait for the sun, and then yeah. during the mid of summer you're like, I can't wait for fall, you know. Yeah. So I kind of like both, but I think I prefer New York. Okay. Okay, how about food? New York. Great. Um, views, sites, tourist, spots. I kind of lumped it all together. Yeah, uh, I still say New York. Um, LA is very beautiful, and like the beaches are beautiful, and that it doesn't it doesn't have, I don't know who's listening to this, I'm sorry for all you people who live in LA, um, it doesn't have the culture that New York has, you know, I still think there's something about walking through Times Square, even though it fucking sucks, but like it's, it's why we came here, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. there's just beauty in this concrete jungle that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, fashion, like your wardrobe, we kind of already mentioned a little bit, but... New York, for sure. LA is all about athleisure. Right. It's all about shorts and tank tops and girls are in, um, you know, like Lululemon leggings with their Prada handbag. Here, everyone looks like a little, there's like layers and Mm -hmm. leather jackets and people put a little bit more time into looking like they're homeless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like 
like it's just a little more perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like they're fashiony, like even when they're trying not to be. Yeah. You know, um, there it's just shorts. Like that's that's what it is. Shorts and then like girls at night are in bodycon dresses. You know, the show off as much as in here. Um, but for my style, what I like with like a beanie and a leather jacket yeah. and like boots or whatever, it's very much New York. Okay. Um, transportation. New York, New York. for sure. Yeah. I hate driving. I, I that's hate why I don't, don't want to go to LA. Like, also, I didn't. We didn't get a car, so we like we just Ubered everywhere. Um, which also Uber in LA is so cheap, so it's right. much cheaper than mm-hmm. it is here. Um, and the thing about driving is even when I would drive with like friends get in their car or whatever like you can get to your destination you're gonna be late because of the traffic but then you have right. to find parking oh right yeah so like you drive around for 30 minutes point. to try to find parking it's just so like uber you just get dropped off you know it was also i'm a drinker so like i don't have to worry mm-hmm. about not yeah. drinking when no. i go you know mm-hmm. but that's the other thing that's kind of freaky about la is is that everyone drinks and drives you oh. know so like it's weird because you'd be at a, you'd be at like the Abbey or somewhere, you know, and I've like you've mm-hmm. been with someone that has like three martinis. And they're like, oh, I'm getting, getting in my car. I'm like, I can barely walk. How can yeah, you get right. in my car? Yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, everybody does it. Real. Everybody does it because that's how they get around. Yeah. yeah. Again, okay. the city, you can just be blacked out on yeah, the Yeah, you might ride the train <laughs> up and down the line. With your you pizza. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you might. You might. No one here has ever done that. No. But, um, <laughs> woke up in the Bronx and you're like, where am I? No one here um, has ever woken up at the beach on the train <laughs> when they moved to Washington Heights, but no, no one has ever I definitely done that. take, when I used to live yeah. all the way up in Washington Heights, I've definitely been on the A going uptown and ended up somewhere down, like all yeah. the way downtown. Yeah. Just, and I'm like, you know, it's it's a miracle that like I wasn't robbed or mm-hmm. I was yeah. still alive and yeah. I still have my cell phone. and But yeah, completely passed out. Yeah. If that had happened to I me, I would feel did. grateful too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last one. Like expenses. Which one do you think is more expensive? New York. Yeah, it is. LA is not as inexpensive as people think it is. You know, like it it still costs money. It's just you get so much more for your money. You know, so like Charlie and I had this like beautiful apartment with like a pool on the roof and a balcony and a washer and dryer and like all the things that like New Yorkers are like that never happens, you know? Um, And like getting the apartment was super easy and they were like, oh, sure. Like, and the the, the, the deposit was $500, you know, <laughs> prorated like our first month's rent. And I was like, wow. no, actually I can give you mm-hmm. more. Like where you, you know, yeah. like here yeah. you have to give your left arm and like yeah. Yeah. all of your mm-hmm. savings your first to, get, next exactly, five years, yeah. to get like a studio apartment, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Um, so New York is definitely way more expensive, but, uh, but LA, LA can, is pricey. It's just, you get more for yeah. what your money. Yeah. Okay, we're done with West Coast, okay. East Coast. Done. I think East Coast won, though. I don't know if East, I think East Coast, Coast won. won. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, sure. it was almost 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CrossFit, yoga, or berries? Ooh, so I don't do either, all, any of those. Um, <laughs> okay. But where I, um, where my building has a gym in it, okay. um, and they have a spin studio. So I'm a big cyclist, so okay. I love indoor spinning. So I was doing a lot of... Um, uh, not Soul Cycle, what's the other one? Uh, um, no, uh, Psych? Uh, Soul Cycle. No, what's that? Soul Cycle Oh, 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 you compete. Then, yes. Um, um, a flywheel, flywheel, flywheel. flywheel. Yeah. yeah, so I was doing a ton of flywheel. And then my, 
when I moved back to New York, our gym has a spin studio. So it's not any, it's not Soul Cycle or any of that, but I do that a lot. Yeah. And then they also, there's a studio that teaches like hit classes, which is like high intensity, yeah. like whatever. So one of those things, I, I'm scared of berries because it's a lot of running. It's a lot of running, but also I have a pretty, like I injured my lower back like a couple years ago and I'm just afraid that I will injure it again going uh, that, that intense, yeah. you know? Um, so I have to be like low impact to, but so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cycle. I like cycle. I can't get into cycling. Like I have rhythm, but like I can't feel the rhythm while I'm riding. Mm. Like I can't just get into it. Interesting. But I like yeah. flywheel because it's just like ride as fast as you can. Yeah. And so what's what, the thing about what I didn't like about cycle a lot of the times? I found certain certain um, teachers that did like it, but I have to ride on the beat. Okay. Like for me, it's like yeah. inside. Like when it's not on the beat, I'm like I don't understand what you guys are doing. Um, so yeah. So I that, think I just I feel dancer, like my feet. My so feet are I, always yeah. just gonna like fall. Like. Because I've had it before where my foot, because it takes forever to hook in, yeah. and then it hooks out, and then I'm just like, oh gosh. Like. But you know what? I A lot of my friends that are dancers yeah. don't like cycling. Okay. So I think it's a normal thing. It's just, I'm not a dancer anymore, so like, I, like you know, I, I'm, I'm okay to be turned in, which is, which is good for cycling, yeah. which you guys all like to turn out, you know? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, first survival job in New York. In New York. Um... It was, uh, there was a coffee shop in Chelsea called the, called the Big Cup. Um, <laughs> yes, Chelsea. <laughs> and so I was a barista there. I did not know how to make coffee at all. Like I did, and they were just like, I think they just hired young boys, you know, to be at sure. the front. Yeah. Um, and so we were required to wear a tank top. And oh, we, wow. like, stood there and I made really bad lattes. Yeah. But that was my first job. I was still at AMDA when I was doing it, but yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, for the Oscars, what's your best picture? Oh God! Um, so I know this is not popular, but I really I, I don't understand why people hate on um, A Star Is Born. I loved it. Did you? Did you? Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion, is really? it? Really? I, I everyone that I talk to who's like movie buffs. Are well, like, I think sure, it, it, yeah. Um, like, I think you know, for lack of a better term, it's star has fallen as, yeah, yeah. as, as the front runner. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the I don't think season, it's gonna win, but like no, I want it to. Like, I, I want her to win. Yeah. but I don't think she's going to. I think she'll win best song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, def I saw um the wife also, mm -hmm. and she's the one I haven't seen yet. Okay. It's, it's great. She's amazing in it. So mm -hmm. like. She deserves. To, I'm getting as on a well. plane, so apparently I've heard that that's the place to watch it. Oh point, yeah, because okay. it's um, my husband would say uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. He loved that. I loved it too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I, I loved all of them. I was like, these yeah. are all great. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, the ones that I have left to see are still Vice. I haven't seen Vice. I saw that. It's great. Yeah, and I really want to see that because I'm also like a political nerd. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't seen um, Black Clansman. Those are the two that I haven't seen. Oh, I, we saw Black Clansman. We yeah. didn't see that. Beale Street is not up for me. No. Is it? No. Did you see that? Did you? No, I didn't. Mm. Did you see Moonlight? I did. I loved Moonlight, and this one just fell a little bit short of that. Mm. Yeah. I liked both. I loved Moonlight. I don't think yeah. it was as good as Moonlight, but yeah. I still yeah. I still enjoyed it. I just it felt so sad. I was Regina King is like a shoe-in, though, for best yeah. Yeah. For supporting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's like a little daily victory? Like, yes, did this today. Like, that's all I need to get through the day. Hmm. Waking up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think when I do, like, because a lot of times 
I have to be at work so early, so mm-hmm. it happens at the end of the day when I actually get to take class. So by the time I'm done with work or going to see something or whatever, like to go downstairs at my, in my building and actually take like a cycling class or get on the bike or whatever, like I'm like, I did it for the day. Yeah. Like I deserve a pizza. Yeah. Favorite restaurant in your neighborhood? El Centro. Yes. <laughs> okay. And also, it's not the restaurant, but right behind it. Also, it's also in Slintra, but it's called Cantina. Have you been yeah. there? Yeah. Love Cantina. I mean, I, I love that place. Yeah. I lay up so much of my money. Goes yeah. to, <laughs> but I, li- I live on 54th Street, so like, it's all it's right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, best part about being an uncle? Oh. Um, that I get to love on them so much and appreciate them and spoil them and then give them back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a recent uncle, but I haven't met the baby yet, so I'm oh. just like seeing pictures. I like, I just want to like. It's a, it's a thing. It really just like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the the, the like blood relation or if it's that because even if it was, even if someone adopted, I don't think it would be any different. But it's just like holding them as yeah. they're so little and helpless, and I don't know. I also, remember Paula Pada who used to be mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. She um just had a baby. And so I've been spending time with them too, because all of my nephews and, and niece are in California. Mm-hmm. So okay. like, and then Charlie and I went to uh, North Carolina to visit his family for Christmas, and the, two of his brothers both have kids now, both mm-hmm. have little ones. So I've been around so many babies. So then yeah. when I got back, I was like, oh god! But now Paula has one, so, so like I'm able to like <laughs> great. play with her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day plans. So we're going to uh, Ciccone's. Do you know Ciccone's? Um, it's an Italian restaurant in Dumbo. And we first went to it uh, in LA. There's one in West Hollywood. And we love it because it like looks super fancy, but it's not fancy. Like it's, the pri- prices are not fancy. Yeah. But it looks like it's where you want to be seen. Um, and the food's so good. It's like it's sort of affiliated with the Soho House, I think. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have we have reservations next Thursday night there. Great. Last one. Um, I can't believe this is my job moment. Watching um, Ruthie accept the Tony Award. Sitting sitting there. And that was like, I had gone, I got married, and our honeymoon was in Miami, and uh, I didn't know that we were going to have someone nominated for Tony, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we had to cut our honeymoon short. So I, that morning we woke up, we went to like the pool really fast, and then got on the plane, got in a cab, and the cab, like there was an accident, I couldn't get through the Holland Tunnel, we were supposed to have dinner, I forget, right across the street from Radio City, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss my suit, I had, or my tux, I had worn to my wedding, mm-hmm. so like it was at the dry cleaners, so I had like 15 minutes before I had to get to, uh, to Radio City, and I got to my apartment. Charlie went to go pick up my tux. I even got the, was when I had a buzz head. So I got uh-huh. the, the razor out. I shaved my head again so that it was nice like and clean. Nice and clean. <laughs> yeah. Put my tux on, got in a cab, and got to Radio City. Um, and then sat next to Ruthie. And then they called her name. And then she won. And I was sitting there like, I cannot believe this is my life. Very cool. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. What a great way to end this great interview. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much yeah. for coming on the podcast. Wow, thanks for having me. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was painless, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> I've, never done a, I've never done a podcast, so I was like, should I be nervous? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, 
Where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? So Dustin Flores everything. So I, that's that's my Facebook, that's my Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. It's dangerous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on Twitter, but I don't really tweet. I just, no, like, no, I just we don't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't tweet either. But if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow the podcast <laughs> at Equity One underscore on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram at Equity One Podcast. Uh, don't forget, you can check out our merchandise on cafepress.com slash equity one. Get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Caleb, where can they find you? Uh, Caleb Dickey on everything. And on Elliot, where can we find you? At Elliot Maddox and everything. And until next time. Cheers. 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 Another foggy day. It's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.